There are so many podcasts in the world, and not enough time to listen to them. Some sound professionally made, some sound like a hot mess, and some just sound made up. On our show, we invite a guest to bring a lesser-known podcast they've recently been listening to. But here's the catch. It doesn't exist. We use this information as the suggestion for an improv show. And in the editing room, we make the improvised podcast sound as real as possible. And that's how it works. This is Made Up Talk Show. Richard, go. Thank you, Jessica. This is Made Up Talk Show. I'm Richard Christoforski, and I'm here with the always musical Jessica Coyle. That's right. I got a degree in music from Juilliard. That's not true. Figure it out. But did I? No, I did not. Are those your two sentences? No, I wanted to talk about uh, beans. I got a bunch. And also, um, I got a cucumber. Those are my sentences. Okay, great. My uh, sentences are, I got a haircut and uh, went for a four-hour walk the other day. Oh my gosh. I thought you were going to say run, and I was going to say, wow, you must have been huffing and puffing at the end of that. No, I wish I could tell you why it was just a walk and not a run, but I can tell you you're very close to that reason. <gasps> uh, but we can't, oh we can't we can't expand any more on this because we have a guest for our show. Yay! It's Mark. X stands for Xavier. Gwen. Hi, Remy. Hey there. Thank you for having me. How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, good Mark good. and I lived together for cuantos años, oh, I, Mark? I, I want to say ocho. Ocho años. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, Mark and I lived together for a very long time. Um, and for a while, I was subsidizing his luxurious two-bedroom lifestyle when I went home during COVID. But Mark didn't even go in my room. I, <laughs> you know, I, was, like, I was like, Mark, you could have, like got into my room at some point in these nine months but no it was entombed as though i had died tragically you know i just had to keep it sacred you know i wanted mm-hmm. to uh preserve the memory mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah thank you very much <laughs> when, up to like when you tissues opened by it, my bedside sorry richard <laughs> when you opened it was it like a decompression chamber did like the smoke come out like the Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was hermetically sealed, except that uh, it's uh, our landlady is uh, a borderline slumlord. So, like, as soon as I moved back in, the window immediately oh my like, God, broke. I forgot about and it that. was like deep January in temperatures of like 15 degrees outside. And I had a trash bag on my window. So, uh, yeah, uh, not great. Yeah, for the typical mm-hmm. one month that it used to take them to repair things, they would send uh, more and more people the first. To- too many people to assess too to make sure people. that there was especially and, like deep covid too yeah like <laughs> yeah and only yeah, it no. only should have taken one person to see oh wow this window uh like the top half is just open all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they did offer to screw it shut uh and uh you know to go back to the entombing metaphor uh fully kill me in the case of a fire that was an option yep key context that was the that uh, there's a window that leads out to the fire escape, so... Yes. Yeah, that seems like that should open every once in a while, especially mm-hmm. in the case of a fire. Mm-hmm. That would have been nice. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Mark's still living there. Uh, mm-hmm. God bless you. Glory be to Mark staying in that rent-stabilized apartment. You gotta fight the good fight, you know? Can't let it get off the... Uh, you can't get it destabilized, you know? No. No, no. Mark, are you working on any projects in this rent-stabilized apartment that you may not be able to get out in, in case of a fire? So let's see. I am 
Oof, are are non-comedy projects a uh, yeah, that's eligible yeah. for this podcast? Sure. sure you sure. won't get any money for it. We only give money to people who are doing comedy <sighs> projects, but uh, we'll listen. Okay, well, uh, that's all I got. So, or at least for now, um, I and a few friends of mine are building a little app. Uh, it's oh. called Pictory. It's a portmanteau of picture and mystery. Ooh. You take a picture on your phone and you turn it into a puzzle and you send it to friends. And they can then solve that puzzle. There's like a little hidden message that you can put in there that will be revealed when someone solves the puzzle. That's pretty cool. So check out both the uh, Android store and the Apple store for Pixtree. Heads up, there are certainly bugs. Do email <laughs> info at pixtree.com or whatever our uh, contact email is. If you have any recommendations for improvement or if you've noticed a bug that prevents you from using the app, we, we want both. It's live now? It is live now, yeah. Why didn't? Why am I not? I would have loved to beta test that stuff, Mark. It's, it's in beta testing now. Oh, okay. I will beta test it. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, well, thank thanks. you. Oh, this is great. Folks, oh, you uh, could also email bugs to madeuptalkshow.gmail.com uh, and still, then we'll forward them. We'll forward we're them also looking for a Batmobile as of this time and any car still. In, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. An intern too. Did an you say intern, intern? If you have one, yeah. Intern. Mm-hmm. No yeah, money whatsoever. We only have money for comedy, but not interns. <laughs> oh, that's very cool, Mark. I'm going to try that out after and uh, we'll throw those two links in the episode description so people can click right on them. Oh, nice. As well. Uh, do you listen to podcasts yourself? Mark does a podcast. Uh, oh. Yes, let's it, talk about that. It has been a minute. Um, it's a podcast that Jessica has lent her incredible vocal talent to called New York Pacific. It's mm-hmm. a sketch comedy podcast. Um, an old friend of mine from high school in Omaha, so Nebraska, old. and I. He's so old. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh man. 90, 95. Yeah, up there. Um, but, you know, he's only as old as he feels, which mm-hmm. is also still 95. Feels 95. He feels very leathery if you touch him. <laughs> oh, yeah, like big an old time. turtle. Uh, but yeah, we write uh, some sketches, and then we, uh, once upon a time, every few months, we'd get a bunch of people over at his apartment, record an episode, take another few months to edit and publish it. And that's, yeah, New York Pacific. That's also uh, available on the iTunes store, as well as uh, Stitcher and Podbean. Uh, nothing Ooh. on the other ones. You guys are exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah, we've got exclusive deals. That's where the exclusive big bucks deals. are, is in exclusivity. Great, great, great. That's where the $100 million dollar subscription oh, deals damn. are. Richard, you gotta wow. get us on these. We gotta get us on Podbean. Wow, yeah. Let's talk off air and get on there. Yeah. Geez. Well, I can't get on Podbean. Then we wouldn't be on the network that I run with Chris DeLuca. Oh, that's true. Podbean's a separate... But for that kind of money, fuck that kind of money, fuck Chris DeLuca. Yeah, get rid of Chris DeLuca. Push him <laughs> on the train. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he doesn't listen to this particular episode. Chris, I love you. You do so much for the network, the website, and all the I'm technology wouldn't be there for you. I'm gonna push you off a train. Or you're gonna go right... Even $1 million, I'd push Chris DeLuca off a train. You're going to go right off a tree. <laughs> I mean, a million dollars is a lot of money. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, bye. Bye. Bye, Chris. And then, yeah, outside of the podcast, New York Pacific, that I write and act in, uh, in the past few years, I've really gotten into history podcasts. There's um, a particular podcast creator I like, Mike Duncan, who did the History of Rome, which was like one of like the first of like the, like the, like that when podcasts hit the scene. You know, he published like a WordPress page, um, you know, back in like the mid aughts. Uh, it's just like, you know, it was a dude with another full time job who just every weekend released uh, a different, you know, historical era of Rome. Did he also release a hound at the same time? And then whoever got to Rome first would, would be the would be the victor. And this, this is how back this is how 
old this podcast is, is yes, you would have to catch the hounds that were released <laughs> to learn a different tidbit about have Rome. MP3 on its uh, on its little bell. There's like a little Zune. Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah, you also yeah. got a free Zune, you know? I mean, yeah, there's wow. honors <laughs> code. Well, who's winning there? Yeah, really? that's a good point. <laughs> you got a free Zune. Um, but when that series concluded, he actually got a bit of fame and he is now a, he now lives in Paris. He's writing a book on the Marquis de Lafayette, uh, but right after History of Rome, he started work on a podcast called Revolutions that is still airing today, where he releases a bunch of little mini-series on different historical revolutions, um, starting with uh, the English Revolution in the 17th century. Uh, I myself am all the way up to the current series for the uh, the Russian Revolution, um, which has been really interesting to, uh, I don't know, there's something almost even comforting about hearing you know, the rise and fall of dictators and such uh, at a time when you know, don't want to get too political here. Uh, but it's just, you know, a reminder that there's always been bad leaders, um, you know, dark ages, and people endure. Uh, Richard, I forgot to mention to this to you. Uh, Mark is a dictator worshiper. He has a, oh, I think, okay. a Stalin tattoo on his right arm, mm-hmm. and I believe Pol Pot on his left. Yeah, he can't. Oh, oh, yeah, the bad leader yeah. I'm referring to is the one in office today. Oh yeah, <laughs> he cannot go to the beach. He does get attacked by everyone mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got both arms, one mm-hmm. for each side, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, great. And uh, you listen to some more obscure podcasts there, huh, buddy? Yes, that's right. I also another genre I've been getting into: true crime. And a podcast that I found really interesting is Investigative I, capital I. It's a, a true crime podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure the host was convicted of these crimes. Oh. Um, but, you know, it, it's still an interesting thesis. You know, he talks about how your know, society has this, like, compulsive need to find a villain. And maybe, you know, they're not as bad as, as we think, you know? I don't know. It's, says it's, the person it's says the person with Pol Pot and in Lenin uh, yeah, yeah. on the other wow. side. That's, that's just that's that's what attracts me to it is what is a villain, right? What is a villain? Who is it Pol Pot? defines yeah. how many people do you have to kill to become a villain? I yeah. think there's a mathematical statistic yeah, that yeah, we can yeah. check think, off I to think find one, that one, depending on the person. If it's Crystal mm-hmm. Luca, though, zero. I mean, wait, one. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think Whatever if you listen sense. to this, I think I think this will be a good episode for us to listen to because I think we'll return from it. You know, maybe thinking about so-called villains in a different light. Mm. Hmm. Well, I've never heard of this podcast. Jessica, have you heard of this podcast? I have not. All right. Well, let's take a listen to it right now. Insider trading, armed robbery, assassination, burglary, blackmail, bomb making, bribery, labor exploitation, counterfeiting, detention of an armed vessel, false pretenses, false bail, identity theft, illegal possession of firearms, retaliating against a witness, victim, or an informant, sale of citizenship papers, wire fraud. Society refers to all of these acts as crimes, and society requires that some sort of villain boogeyman be punished for these crimes. And if that happens, that's the end of the story. Case closed. This is Investigative Eye, where I investigate these stories, maybe find another side to them 
find the humanity in this so-called villain. They might have a story still left to tell. Hypothetically, it could be any of us who committed these crimes. It could be one of your family members. It could be a close friend. I mean, <laughs> it, could, it could be me. Wouldn't that be crazy if I, if I committed all these crimes, right? Well, fortunately, that's not the case. Let's hear from society about what they think of as the real crime. What the things I just listed or maybe putting me in jail. Grand Theft Auto. Something about the name of that crime I think inspires a sense of awe. I'm with some mechanics who've been in the business for a while. And, you know, I just want to know, how big a deal is it really if someone has their vehicle stolen from them? Oh, it's a big deal. Well, Real I mean, my, my cars are my babies, so yeah, I'd be, I'd be yeah. mad as hell. It's like my children. It's like yeah, you're my stealing babies. my child. It's yeah. like you're stealing my child out of, out of my womb, and I don't even have a womb. Yeah, he doesn't even have a womb. I got a, I, I, I do have a womb, but I, I would be more angry. I got, I got, you know mm-hmm. how many kids I got back home? I got five. I got five mm-hmm. kids. Take mm-hmm. all of them. Leave my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Bumper sticker. Bumper thanks. sticker. Thanks. Thanks. I uh, appreciate that, Dan. So I see that you're, you know, embodying your vehicles with a lot of sympathy and empathy. Have you ever thought about the person stealing the vehicles and, you know, the, the emotions that that human being must have is it really a crime? I guess hypothetically, yeah. yes, it's a big. I, crime. I push him, push him down a tree. Yeah, I push, push him, a, push him if, off a tree. If he was a cat, if he was a cat, I wouldn't even care if he was a cat. I push him right out of a tree. Right, I can't, right. I can't, Not I a can't tree. tell you how angry. Yeah, yeah, push, push him right out right of a tree. tree. Yeah, uh, if there wasn't a tree there. I plant a tree. I plant a tree. Wait, ten, I wait, wait tw- a while. Ten, yep. twenty years, depending on the tree. Uh huh. And then, and, and then, then, put him up there. Yeah, push him out. And you know what? To make sure, make sure this person even get away. I probably tie him up. Plant oh, yeah. tree underneath him. Oh, yeah. Have the tree you, grow underneath him. You know what? Tree Dude, carry if up. I didn't have any rope, I would plant hemp in my backyard. And I would plant hemp. I would wait. I don't know what the t- how long it takes to, to mature. The 10 years, 5 years, however many years. I would rope it up and I would turn time to that tree. That would, that I guess Dan over there would be planting. And I would push him out of the tree. Yeah. So after about 45 years, I'd probably take my cane and push him down the tree. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. Wow. But to reiterate, though, maybe villains are good guys? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't. What, are you talking about people who steal cars being yeah, villains? Well, to, what, by villain, what do you mean? Like you're talking about like a superhero redemption arc? Like you're talking about like a like a DC or a, a Marvel comic? I mean, hey, kind of what we're talking about? Could be right. There's that movie Cruella that's out. I mean, everyone is making these movies about you know Maleficent, Loki, the TV series. I think there's something there to villains maybe having a little bit more than meets the eye. Dan. You you called me in here. I thought you knew this guy. Who is no, that? I, Who are- I thought I thought you knew this guy. I thought the, I found the invitation in my office inbox, and I saw one well, on well, your desk, and I figured this must be your contact. Let, let's yeah. not let's not focus too much on the details. You know the who's who. I'm sure as we're all aware, about a year ago there was a a series of stolen vehicles, and I, I think society kind of rushed. To find, you know, a bad guy to say... Oh, Dan, you got your Beamer taken, right? 
That was your yeah. Beamer. You you yeah. lost uh that was uh what was that? The uh the 1997 uh Yeah, Stevie. Stevie, my baby, yeah. Baby, your, baby, my Stevie, your baby, your my baby, baby Stevie, the Beamer. Yeah. yeah. Your be- my Beamer Stevie, yeah. yeah. It was stolen in the Great Car Escapade. Yeah, that was a uh, wow. You were so angry. You were so angry at that time, Dan. That I briefly, I I remember you went off eggs. You were so angry that you could not consume. You said, "I'm so angry," because because if you held an egg, you would smash it. That's how angry you you had tension. Your body was oh. so tense you couldn't hold an egg. Well, do I you had think to, I had to cross it off the grocery list because I just buy them and and. and- by the time I got home, they'd all be gone. gone. Now, do you think if you'd have just forgiven the guy, maybe that would release some of that tension? If you maybe forgave him, wrote a note to the judge and said, hey, I forgive this guy, drop in the charges, maybe signed a petition on like petition.org for the president to see for a pardon or something? I want to do a pro- Okay, oh, no, so it's not a brief ahead. experiment. I, I got let, let me run to the mini fridge. I got six seconds in there. I'm going to hand one to Dan. We're going to see what happens right now. So how long have you two uh, been working in this garage? Yeah, 23 years. Wow. Impressive. You're the egg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. He's so mad. He's hopping mad. He's hopping I got all, mad. I got, I got all, all six of them in one hand. Wow. He held he a massive hand. He crushed six eggs. Wow, okay, Dan. Let, let me try this from another angle. If a man stole a loaf of bread to towel. feed- it's everywhere. Yeah, if a man, how about if a man stole a dozen eggs to feed his starving family? Crime, yes or no? Yeah, it's a crime. It's a crime. It's a crime. Yeah. Well, you know, they get across my chickens in the back there. You know, yeah. to, you know, talk to Meredith, J- Julia. You know, talk to Kristen. You know, talk to Sarah, Sarah Valeni, and Sarah Russo. You gonna know, talk to Nora? All those chickens I got in the back there. You know, talk talk to all of them. You know, steal their eggs. How did you name your chickens? Uh, um, after my cousins. And my, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's really and sweet. And one of them is my sister's friend. They're well, all. But yeah. see, so we're humanizing these chickens. What's the difference between saying that a chicken reminds you of a cousin, a family member, and saying that a multiple convicted felon could also be your family member? Hey, Dan, do you remember what I was talking about with rope back then? Mm-hmm. You want to grow that hemp? Yeah, I'm going to go grow, grow some hemp. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? You two go. are clearly busy. I <laughs> Wait a sec. Close the garage door. I have, you know what? Actually, so I'm going to... No, I got to... It's slow. Uh, it's slow. Hey, thank, it's you, thank you both very much for your time. Uh, keep, think about maybe villains Villains could be heroes. Um, sorry about your car. I made it out. He made it out. Ah, son of a gun. I his, think mustache, his mustache fell off on the way out. I, I, I suspect that guy of something. I don't know what he did, but <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's gotta be something, something that we discussed, but I'm not yeah, sure. I'm not sure what, what. the kids? The, the, the chickens? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We hold certain monuments with a degree of sanctity. <laughs> Perhaps too much sanctity? A federal courthouse was recently vandalized. There was a spray-painted message saying, you suck, stop convicting me. And then a fire was set to that courthouse. But perhaps in a way that was a message that it should be people that we uphold and not justice. With me, I do have two of the key witnesses in one such case where this courthouse had been vandalized and set aflame. Uh, thank you both for making the time to meet with me. Can you remember what you saw that day six months ago? Well, 
you go ahead because it was it was our wedding day and we were supposed to have a really nice time and my mom was there and and I I had invited the whole family and we it, it <laughs> oh sweetie don't 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 you cry remember how, how my dress the veil caught on fire uh huh I remember I remember <laughs> well oh. remember though veils are just things you know like this Do you remember what you said this morning that morning you're like I hope. My veil doesn't catch on fire. It was such a random thing to say on the well, morning well, of your wedding day. Well, Martin, you know, Martin, what had happened was I had, I had, it, it was dangling over the, over the stained glass lamp that you made me that one, remember with the, and, and, and it started to smoke a little bit. So I thought, oh, I can't, I can't catch on fire. This is the representation of our love. But now a veil, like a courthouse, they're just representations of ideas. I think it's the people who are the real things we've got to be focusing on. You know, like, hey, do y'all like Loki? What? Loki from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, he's the, he's the trickster god. Sometimes he's bad. Sometimes he's good. But we all have a soft spot in our hearts for him. We're Mennonite. We don't watch TV. What Are, you, are your friends as a TV show? Martin, what's he talking about, Martin? I, I, I don't know. I have no, I have no idea. You know, you know what's interesting now that I'm thinking? Do you remember after you said when you woke up that morning, I hope my veil doesn't catch on fire? You also said, I hope it doesn't smoke for a really long period of time and I don't do nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that, that was what was in reference to the, to the lamp. I was feeling oh. bad about the lamp. Mm-hmm. You know, um, something else. That I that I think is important for I don't know you're holding equipment I assume you have listeners is oh yeah you, the things you're saying right now could help an innocent man escape multiple criminal convictions well well Martin's father is is one of the county judges and and he oh. he suffers from asthma talk to him about your daddy Martin yeah my my dad has been a county judge since I was a little boy used to go with him to. The courthouse, and he used to point out, he's like, this is where we keep the conviction records. I have it, like, as bright as day in my head. It's like a painting. I can, I can, I can, like. You know where the conviction records are? I can, I can go right through it as if anyone asked me. It's sort of like a a mental image. I know it is as, as good as the back of my own hand. And where are they? It's his meditation exercise. If he gets really angry, like if someone says the name of the Lord in vain or anything, he just he just draws it out. I know it. So I've seen it drawn out so many times. I know. I'm I know. Dra- it. I just I just wind up drawing it out and crumbling it up and throwing it in my trash. Sometimes I don't even make it in the trash. Sometimes it's down the street in front of the house, recycling the the the. the, the they get really upset about that. So if you say the Lord's name in vain, you mean God. Yes, if that's, you say that's, God, that's, but in vain. That's, not that's, not how you just did one. it, but if you that's, said right. it in vain. That's oh, um, God damn it! Like that. That would oh. be an example. We would not accept oh. that. That would be. And that make that would make him mad. And it's the anger that makes, makes him, him remember these. He has to. He has to remember where it was to like bring back, come back down. Anyone? Anyone have a pen, a pen or a pencil? Or yes, yeah. yes, pen, I do. Let me just grab. Um, here's a pen. Here's a pencil. Get pencil, it out. Get it. Well, see, yeah, get it all out. So while he's drawing, I'll tell you about my meditation technique. You see, I, I wind up my my fist back real far, and I just punch whatever's near me. As long as it's not Martin, I would never hit him. But I just Ooh. I wind it back. Careful, I, I, I have a very I, sensitive mustache. I, Don't. I, uh, I just it was. I'll let Martin draw there, and I just. But if it, I, okay, I, bet, I, I can't. I can't hear any more. This. Uh, this. This is like a classic riddle. I've got one twin who's going to punch me, and another twin who's going to draw the 
the schematics to all the conviction records. Mommy's How not my I... fiance. We look very similar, but my 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 twin rather. He's my fiance. Oh yeah, no, no. So I mean, not like a literal twins, but you know, in kind of that that grander, more abstract way. The way that you know, humanity is this grander and more abstract concept that can't just be you know reduced to guilty and not guilty. I mean, Jesus Christ. Okay, I did it. Uh, I did it. Oh, 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 God. oh, so- My- oh gosh. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, there's so much. Wait, there's- his eyebrow came his off. His eyebrow came off. Uh, let, me, uh, let, me, let, me, let me mop it with this napkin. Oh, no, 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 need, no need. Oh, I'm mopping it up uh, with this no, napkin. That's, that's, I'm so it's, sorry. It's, it's okay. It's, so oh, sorry. no, it's oh, the other soaked. one. Soaked uh, well, you know what? Uh, thank you both very much for your time. Uh, before you, uh, you know, remember anything else or make any other connections, uh, I just want to say thank you. Uh, please email those schematics to investigativeeye at hotmail.com. And... Uh, honey, close the garage door? I'm going to close the garage oh, door. Boy. I'm getting some weird feelings here. I'm closing. Oh, here goes. i got to pick up all my equipment. Oh, boy. Why did I leave my microphone? All, all right. There's that. Here's my shirt. Oh, I need that. I need that pen back. I need the pen back. All right. Bye. Oh, he got out. Well, we could have handed him a tract. Yeah. It's okay. I drew it really tiny too, because it was only really taking the Lord's name in vain a little bit. Yeah, I so. think he was doing it in a performative way. Can't be more of like millimeters worth of. Yeah. But I think this is the tiniest drawing I've ever drawn. You did a really good job, Martin. Thank you. I hope the next time we try to get married, it works. Yeah, same. <laughs> Tax evasion. <laughs> Just the name of the crime. <laughs> evokes the avoidance of a major (laughs) obstacle. And yet, for some reason, if a person is convicted of tax evasion, they're a bad guy. I'm speaking with some of the most knowledgeable CPAs in the greater Grand Rapids area about what's the bigger crime, not paying taxes for 40 years or convicting a potentially innocent man. It's the not paying taxes for yes, 40 years. Yes, I'd agree, yes. Uh, it's very important. We can't, uh, without taxes, we'd have no roads, no uh, mental health services, no water. But very- like one, pers- one person could not pay their taxes, though, right? And they'd be okay? I mean, also, if we're focusing on the facts here, um, the, the latter, accidentally convicting an innocent man, is technically not a crime. No. It's a mistake of the system. Yes. Uh, where the former tax evasion for 40 years is is an absolute it's a crime. crime. Yes, it's a crime. And if you think about it, one is quite tragic. And uh, I, I agree that it's it's dreadful and never, should never happen. The other is quite deliberate. Okay, so we agree. Oh. Quite deliberate. And, and considering the fact that so many of our beloved institutions would crumble and fall if it weren't for taxes. Uh, y'all, know, y'all know Deadpool? The, uh, Deadpool the from... Uh, Ryan, yeah, Ryan, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah, he's got like a bad guy, you know, he mm-hmm. sort of plays by his own rules, you know, not afraid to get his hands a little dirty, but we all love him, right? Mm-hmm. We all love him. Aton, I'm reminded of your grandmother, um, you were telling me the other day, and she was in a, a, a hospice, I believe it was, tax mm-hmm. tax supported hospice, and you did mm-hmm. your best to help, but I do, rec- I, I recall she had several medications that were not covered, and I recall you saying... She would not suffer thusly if everyone paid their taxes. Yeah, it, it's one of my firm firm beliefs. Um, there's also the the the, the hospice uh, was in dire need of repair. Really? And, and, yes. and a lot of the oh my, 
a lot of the equipment yeah, uh, would have been up to date if 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 just more people paid paid their taxes. There's a greater the, ripple effect to not paying. Enormous. They were enormous forced to use effect. the 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 hospice members, the the elderly men and women who were mm-hmm. in the, the residents, hospice, the residents. elderly residents who were, were forced to on their hands and knees. Uh, Fix the building, mm-hmm. uh, treat the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was absolutely nightmarish. Okay, well, that's that's nice. You know, you're getting people active, right? You know, you're, they're getting out there. They're working with their hands. Isn't that isn't that something? They're probably getting to know each other. They got some In funny. In renovating the building, they discovered there was uh, asbestos. asbestos. It was it was yes. an and old lead poisoning. An old so lead poisoning. Both. An yes. old uh, yeah. It lead was a mixture of a mixture of asbestos and, and lead. lead. It was it yes. was that gray period where they knew they asbestos was bad, they but they weren't but they sure. They continued to. They weren't sure about lead. The lead was bad, of... and they they thought maybe if you combine since <sighs> lead blocks X rays, they thought maybe lead would. Prevent asbestos, asbestos from, spreading, from spreading, so they mixed. Yeah, so they they mixed, mixed both of them, and and the elderly had oh to claw it out with their hands. They had to yeah. grab the asbestos and the fiberglass as well. I believe from the installation. Oh, got in there. <sighs> in their okay, hands. That, that, and none of them were like Deadpool. None of them had regenerative no, they had no powers at all. No powers. Just okay. Oh, what's the opposite of powers, uh, Aton? Uh, mm, uh, no, no lack powers. Of, no power off. No, off. Okay, so let's let's off. There are. <laughs> let's try a thought exercise, though, right? Uh, is this T H O T or T H O U G H T? It's going to be a, a T-H-O-T um, <laughs> exercise. <laughs> We're all going to first imagine ourselves as thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to think about your grandma. May I, may I mention something what? on just totally mm-hmm. honest? Of course, I, of course. I've thought of you as a thought since you walked in. You, I don't know what, what, why you're wearing the least amount of clothing I've ever seen someone wear is that is this typical for you is this typical to set up an appointment with two cpas wearing what i can only describe as a club outfit well you know it's what some people might consider a costume or something that would make you really evoke a particular image um so that i could dress up as something else and no one would remember me i see a as something I just enjoy wearing, you know, casual. It's as it's as natural to me as my is this big bushy mustache and my large, definitely prescription glasses. Hmm. Hmm. So uh, dressing up to to pretend to be something that you're not. Yeah. No, so I'm saying that might that could happen hypothetically. I could see why someone might say this person is clearly dressing up in a costume. Mm-hmm. You know, that mustache, nose, and glasses combination is obviously a mask. Aton, I'm saying I'm recalling when your grandmother, when they ran out of money for clothing, and all they had left was, I believe, bits and bobs from uh, donated bins and mm. uh, largely dental floss. Mm, we called it grandmother's. Used. We called it grandma's disguise. Grandma's disguise. Okay, yes. so that's kind of like Deadpool. That's kind of like if your grandma was Deadpool. Now, what She's would you dead do now? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay, well, how about this? What if this? What if she was dead? They had to put her in the pool. Oh because there were no, there was no funds. No, no community funds to bury her. No funds for the ambulance to pick her up because there was no, someone didn't pay their taxes. No. Was, it was really one person's taxes <laughs> I, that I, stopped I, the ambulance. <laughs> I spent, I spent, oh. Oh, wait on. How, how long was it? Years, years tracking down that. That very, very dollar, dime, penny, nickel to figure out why that ambulance wasn't available. And, and in my research, I was able to prove that it was 
one individual. One individual. Okay, we don't have to talk about this any further. I, uh, you know what? Oh Jesus! I left just, all my re- recording just, equipment everywhere. Um, uh, so can I have my journal back, please? Can I, have my, uh, no, I please? I need, please, just give me, just give me, just please, please. Oh, oh God, I got, I got it. Keep the journal. Oh, here we go. Bye. Oh wow, he's been under there so fast. What a thought. What a thought. What a thought. This journal is just, it's just filled with grocery lists. Yeah, let me see. What if I did it? Oh, that's the, that's the O.J. Simpson book. Yeah, <laughs> and, the, it's, and it says, cro- it's crossed out, and it says, title already taken. <laughs> who, is the, who was that? Did you, I, I thought you invited that person. No, I, I just found, I saw the invite on your office inbox desk, and I thought, oh, this would be fun. This would be fun. Well, it was funny, John. I had a good time. Sorry about your grandmother. That's okay. Intellectual copyright. <laughs> or as I like to call it, intellectual copy wrong. <laughs> if an author wants to release a published work and another author, especially if that other author is O.J. Simpson, released a book called <laughs> If I Did It, I think that should allow anyone to publish a book called If I Did It by O.J. Simpson. <laughs> the powers that be deem this as unfair. But those are the powers that be in a courthouse. I'm in a publishing house right now, talking to two of the more esteemed publishers in the greater Grand Rapids area about who does it really hurt if you take someone else's title say that they wrote it, and largely copy and paste the text of a particular book. Thank you both for joining me. You're on Investigative Eye. Is it really that big a deal if someone says that they did something and makes money off of it? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say it's definitely a big deal. It's, uh, you're talking about the entire book? Most of it. I, I, I recall, I remember a time when, um, gosh, J- uh, Jacob, tell me if I'm wrong, but but your twin brother, I... I your twin brother had had something similar done to him where he had uh he had gone through a, he was a prisoner of war oh and, my god uh, he had yeah. had uh, many atrocious and horrible things done to him and mm-hmm. uh there was someone who he had enlisted with him but had, who had shipped out much earlier who i believe uh, wholesale took that story and went on mm-hmm. was it was it oprah or was it wendy williams or was Both. it uh, Ricky, Oprah Ricky and Lake. Wendy Williams and Ricky Lake and Sarah Jessica Raphael? It was all those Sarah, things. I remember Sarah, that. Sarah Jessica Raphael and uh, mm-hmm. I believe also Jerry Springer and briefly Jerry Springer. and Steve um, Wilkos. So, yeah, all uh, every basically Mari Povich. Yeah, Mari Povich, and that was there was determined that, that uh, he was not Geraldo the father. Rivero, anyway. Geraldo yeah. Rivero's uh, uh, short stint as a TV host. Yeah, he also went on QVC for a while. I think to QVC. hawk a series of jewelry that had to mm-hmm. do with the with the book that he had. Uh, now your mm-hmm. your 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 brother is I would say an dead. American hero. Yeah, dead, dead, and dead. He also dead be- is dead in the pool. Uh, yeah, and dead, he, be- dead because oh, of this. Yeah, yeah, don't bring of, up Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was. I think that was you. You described that when you when you gave his eulogy. You said this is the worst crime that anyone could have committed, uh, and I include his murderers. I believe that and, was it. And at the moment, it was the worst crime mm-hmm. until that person then took that eulogy. Yep. And published mm-hmm. it. It was published. Yep. It said, mm-hmm. if I had a eulogy to write, it would be mm-hmm. this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, is it really, who's, who does that hurt? Oh, we, if, family. Uh, if, say, hypothetically, 
Uh, right, well, if, if hypothetically, let's just say... Any you know, children, could be, intellect, you know, any money they would have made, any... Uh... But see, like the money, books, those are just things. My nieces uh, and nephews had oh to pick gosh. up a t- part-time job at a hospice, clearing out yeah. the walls of clearing asbestos walls. and lead mm-hmm. and graphite. Yep. Mm-hmm. They got what was called fiberglass fingers. Have you ever heard of that? Fiberglass uh, fingers. Fiberglass fingers. fingers. Have, yeah, they're had to cut to and, the bone. Yeah. Oh and the, the worst part is... Because of all the asbestos and lead that they accidentally breathed in and then like got on their tongue and they tasted it, they aged at an accelerated, accelerated rate. rate. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. And now and then and then they were accidentally kept in the, kept hospice, in the hospice home. Yep, and made to work they... for the hospice because of again the no, uh, that oh somebody had not been paying oh. their taxes. Yeah, someone was okay. paying their right. taxes or something. Yeah. Right, I can see where this is going. I just want to ask a quick question. Mm-hmm. They also couldn't leave because their cars were stolen. Yeah, the car, somebody stole their cars, so they were they were trapped in the location. And they did yeah. call. They did call uh, my my colleague over here, but um, unfortunately, he was investigating the the theft of his brother's book, so yeah. he was very busy. Yeah. All right, quick question. Who likes Emma Stone? Huh? I mean, oh, who doesn't? Uh, who, who doesn't? Who doesn't? She's one right? of America's sweethearts. Let's say Sandra Bullock, number one. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, no, no argument here. Um, I don't know. Who else would be? No, number two. I mean, you can't really call Beyonce one of America's sweethearts. She's like America's uh, goddess, I guess mm-hmm. you'd say. Sure, sure. Different category. She's the queen bee, Definitely. right? Different category. Yeah. Who else would yeah. be? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, where would... Uh, oh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, what's her name? Um, Cardi B? No. Actress. Megan B. Stallion? Who? Actress. Oh, actress uh, Scarlett Johansson. No, older, older woman actress. Uh, oh, Glenn Close. <laughs> Not Glenn Close. Another one. Uh, 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 uh Diane. She's, Diane Sawyer. She, she's in the Fast and the Furious series. Oh, uh, um, the car. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? <laughs> Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Oh, I don't actually, know. oh, oh, hold on. The Fast and the Furious. Okay. Those guys. We well, love I wish them, they right? Had stolen your nephews and nieces' cars. <laughs> I sure know. Like, that's I actually know. a bad example. Let me go back to my first one. Okay. Emma Stone, uh-huh. Cruella. We learn, right? Great performance. Great performance. Great actress. America's sweet up there in the America's sweethearts top five. I, I think we can agree on. Like that's a real sympathetic portrayal of a human being. Tell me if I'm wrong. Did that man also <laughs> steal your brother's dog? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. That's like, right. Oh, That's... She's like America's godmom. Yeah, okay. Or, bi- like, or like America's principal. She would be. She Different would rule category. with a hard fist, but a kind heart. He did steal the dog, but he actually stole... He, he did an Ancestry.com on the dog and got the dog's DNA and then cloned, cloned the dog, the dog. Oh, which man. is like intellectual property. This is absolutely no integrity this man had. No. Absolutely everything he could steal from your family, he stole. He did. Did. did you end up getting this guy? Did you end up wrangling him down and getting him to pay, or is he still on large? He's still at large. Still on. But here's large. the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> isn't isn't the bigger thing to forgive him? Isn't that the bigger payment that you get? Just to let go of all that anger, you know. Just to I say, know. hey, you know, I, I have a carton of eggs over here. I'm going to hand one of them to my colleague over here just to see what happens because there was a period of time for a while when he could not eat eggs. I'm going to go ahead and grab one of these. Hang on a second. So, uh, how long have you been in the publishing biz? Twenty three years. <laughs> All okay. right, here's some eggs over here. There you go. No, I mean, still don't want them. You don't want them? Okay, I'll still I'll, don't want them. Still I'll take. I'll. I'll take an egg. Open for, I'll take an egg. Yeah. All right, there you go. Well, there's raw eggs. I, I'm just gonna take a couple more. Oh, there you go. Some, a few more of these eggs. Wait a second. That voice sounds familiar. That voice take sounds the, so familiar to me. That voice sounds. 
Can you? I hear a draft outside. Can you close the garage door so I can? Uh, oh door. God! Hang on. Where are the rest of the eggs? Oh boy. Okay. Oh jeez. Thank you for the eggs. I'll see you later. Bye. Oh, he left. He left. Uh, he left this collection that says. Uh, it says crimes to commit. What could that mean? I'm gonna open this up. Take a look. We should go visit your nieces and nephews after this. At the hospice. At the hospice. Bring them this. They'd find this entertaining. Piracy. All of our stories tell tales of renown for the buccaneers who made their own rules. We think of icons such as Captain Jack Sparrow when we think of pirates. And yet, if a person today were to commandeer another person's boat and use that boat to continue to commandeer a series of other boats and other possessions on the sea, somehow that's a crime? I'm here with two of the more esteemed captains in the greater Grand Rapids area to talk about is piracy stealing objects on water or is piracy maybe convicting a potentially innocent man stealing their freedom it's the first one you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna stop you right you know what i'm gonna go ahead and undock this boat uh and we're gonna go out into international waters because i'm getting a bad feeling about this guy i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna uh from the boat i'm just gonna use my remote and and close my garage door door, keep him in the the grab there we go and you're trapped you're trapped and uh my one strength is rolling i can't <laughs> swim all right uh okay uh so um i uh all i can do what uh, uh, i'm sweating here uh, i i i think this guy's a pirate and i think that he's admitted that to us and i'm gonna go ahead and evoke international invoke international law and uh i'm gonna go ahead and uh with your permission there tucker i'm gonna cut off his hands let me ask one one quick question, if I may. Uh, parlay. That's they said that in um, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Parlay. I can speak to the captain of the of this vessel, and I get I get one chance to uh, come to an agreement. Okay, not a, not a rule, but let's hear it. Yep, go ahead. Have you both? Do you know Deadpool? Cut his hands. Cut his hands. Oh no! Oh. oh. And once again, we've learned that the real jail in which we are all in is this obsessive need to find a villain, even in a friendly podcaster who didn't do anything wrong. If you like this episode, as always, please email joebiden at whitehouse.gov and request a pardon for whoever did it. This has been Made Up Talk Show, part of the Let's Hear It Network. Have a podcast or a podcast idea and want to get involved? Visit letshearit.network. That's letshearit.network.